Hey folks, welcome to this week's edition of Legal Beagle, the podcast about personal injury and, well, whatever else I decided to talk about that week. We are joined again this week by the lead litigation attorney for Negretti and Associates, Dylan McGurk. Welcome, Dylan. Welcome. Thank you. So you and I were just talking before we started this podcast about insurance, and by insurance, I, I mean auto insurance. And... I know that we're not insurance agents, we are attorneys, but I think a lot of people are confused by what kind of insurance they should be purchasing for their vehicles, uh, what different insurances mean. And I don't think we live in a day and age where we have a lot of insurance agents anymore. I think a lot of people, I know there are some, and Please do not blow me up if you're an insurance agent and say, I still do that but because I know there are some. But for the most part, a lot of people are buying this online and they're just clicking buttons and they don't really know what they're, what they're buying. So let's talk a little bit about insurance. Let's start with liability. Tell me about liability insurance. Absolutely. So liability insurance is something that you would carry on your own policy that would protect you. It would come into play in the event that you are responsible or deemed responsible by the insurance company or otherwise um, for, for a crash. That coverage would help cover the losses of the person that you had hit um, in, a, in a crash. So are those different amounts based on the state where you reside? A hundred percent. And so there is um, a lot of lobbying by, by plaintiff's attorneys actually in the state of Arizona in an effort to increase what's called the state minimum um, for liability coverage. For example, in Arizona, the state minimum, meaning the absolute minimum that you're required by law to carry, is $15,000 in liability coverage, meaning that that is the most your policy would ever pay out um, to another individual in the event you were responsible for a crash. Okay. So let me ask a a follow-up question of that. When it says 15,000, but then it says 30,000 next to that on the policy, what what does the 30,000 represent? Certainly. So those two numbers represent the per individual limits and the per accident limits. So the first number, the 15, means that that is the most that that policy would ever pay out to any one single individual in a particular crash. The second number is the per accident limit, meaning that that is the most the policy would ever pay out globally um, to, to all of those involved in a one particular crash. So the, the best way to, to say it is if you had 10 people that were involved in a crash and you were responsible for, for that crash and everyone's injuries, the liability portion could never pay one of those individuals more than 15, but the policy could never pay more than $30,000 globally to all of those individuals. And then what about property coverage? How does that work in relation to these coverages you're talking about here? Essentially the, the same, um, meaning that there is a limit by whatever you have elected on your own policy and, and decided to pay for, um, which is the maximum that that would ever pay to the in other individual's property damage portion of that accident. For example, you rear end somebody, their vehicle is damaged, and 
it could hopefully be um, less than $15,000, assuming that that's your maximum amount of coverage. And so that policy portion would pay for those property uh, damages to the other in person's uh, vehicle. On the other side of this, by other side, I mean coverages that, that would help you if you were in an accident and it was not your fault. There's things like underinsured and uninsured motorist coverage. I think the acronyms are UM and UIM. Can you explain what those are? Sure. And I will tell you, unfortunately, not a lot of individuals know what this coverage is. I will tell you in our practice, and you would likely agree that even those who do have it sometimes don't know that they have it, nor do they know what it is. Um, but essentially, your underinsured motorist coverage usually stands for UIM, is coverage that would kick in to help you out in the event that you were hurt or injured by an at-fault driver, and that driver didn't have sufficient coverage, sufficient policy limits in order to cover your losses. So take our previous example and, and flip it. Now somebody else causes injury or damage to you, you have damages, medical bills, pain and suffering, whatever it may be that's deemed in excess of that $15,000. The max that person's policy could ever pay you is 15, but then you're saying, well, shoot, I still have medical bills and damages and I'm not sufficiently compensated. So at that point, you tap into your own insurance for the underinsured portion to help compensate um, and pull from a different source of recovery in order to, to, to fully compensate you for your loss. What about things like medical payment coverage or what's known as PIP, personal injury protection coverage? Sure, and, and I guess I didn't address uninsured either, but, but MedPay is, um, it's, it's short for medical payments. And what that does is it's called no-fault coverage, meaning that even if you are deemed at fault or responsible for a crash, or you're not, you get to submit your medical bills to your own insurance for help uh, with those bills, essentially. So let's say you have a, a $5,000 hospital bill, you can attempt to send that to your own insurance company and, and help get reimbursement for that bill under your medical payments um, benefits. Let's back up to underinsured coverage because that's an important point that we didn't cover. Uh, what is that? Sure, uninsured. Uninsured, I'm yep. sorry, Un yeah. uninsured. Of course. So uninsured stands for is, is just UM coverage. And what that means is that in the event you are hit or hurt by an individual who is not insured, then luckily you can tap into your own policy, your own coverage um, to protect you um, and help compensate you because the other driver was uninsured and therefore your policy kicks in and, and you have a source of recovery through your own policy. So I'm going to put you on the spot and I'm going to ask sure. you, I'm going to ask you a tough question because I know there are a lot of variables that you're not going to be able to address in this question. In Arizona, let's focus on Arizona. What is the bare minimum coverage you would recommend someone have? Meaning I know the state limits are 15,000, but what is the bare minimum coverage you'd recommend? Yeah, it's, it is. It is a tough question to answer. And, and I don't think that this is a blanket, you know, statement or suggestion or, or to be construed as, as advice. But based on our experience and the amount of medical bills that often are in play um, during your most general car crash, 
Um, I think a, a safe number is 25,000, um, 2550. So again, that means $25,000 in liability coverage or uh, per individual or $50,000 globally. That would look like a 2550 policy. Sometimes that's written as a 2550-25, meaning that there's also $25,000 in property damage coverage available in the event that you hit somebody's vehicle. Um, most of the time, that's, that's generally where um, the average vehicle would be valued uh, around that amount. Would you suggest that someone mirror those coverages for uninsured and underinsured coverage? I would. So follow that same twenty five fifty. Correct. Yep. I, I I most definitely would. And and one thing I think I I failed to mention, which is just very very important, is the uninsured and underinsured coverage that you use. Is you pay a monthly premium for this coverage, and it's actually quite nominal. Um, I'm not <laughs> quite sure the insurance companies make a whole lot of money on on selling it. It's not that typical. But I say that because the, the payment is so nominal per month um, when you weigh that against the, the potential benefit. But there is an Arizona statute, uh, a law that basically says you will not be penalized. Your rates cannot increase by virtue of using that coverage. So it's a, it's a tremendous thing to have, um, a tremendous benefit to use. That's an interesting point because I hear from a lot of people, I don't want to use my own insurance. I didn't cause the accident. All the time. And we get that. You know, you've been loyal with your insurance company for 30 years and the other person's at fault. I don't want to open up a claim. I don't want to use it. And so the reality is that there is, an, and the Arizona legislature has, has written a statute that does say um, the insurance company cannot raise your rates as a result of, of using this no-fault coverage. And again, that would mean uninsured, underinsured, um, or your medical payment benefits. Good stuff. Dylan McGurk, it's always a pleasure to have you on these podcasts. As I've told all my listeners, we try to keep these to 10 minutes so that they don't get bored and, and uh, hit stop before the podcast is over. So we're at that time limit. Uh, please come back again soon. All right. Thanks for having me. All right. Bye-bye.